It's about 7 in the evening and hungry vacationers just back from their night dive start gathering at the crack house. By the way, that's crack spelt C-R-A-I-C. It's an Irish expression for fun conversation, news, or gossip. The Crack House is an open-air bar and restaurant with a sand floor at Evolution Dive Resort on the island of Malapasqua. When you picture a tropical island paradise, Malapasqua is probably what you see. The island north of Cebu is just a mile and a quarter long and less than a third of a mile wide. Running a restaurant in such a remote spot is challenging. Some ingredients we can't get, so we get them from Cebu. Um, just getting uh, a decent supply chain can be a, a struggle from a business perspective in the Philippines. That's Dominic Ravel. He manages the crack house, and he's not just concerned about getting quality ingredients for the foods they cook. He and the owners of the dive resort are also burdened with the amount of waste they consume. So for instance, um, vinegar is a very simple example. You just buy that in the biggest possible Mm -hmm. version you can. Same with the oil, comes in the biggest possible metal cans. Mm -hmm. Again, metal cans can then go back and be reused or in fact dirty oil can then go back into the metal mm -hmm. can and can then come off the island to go back to um, someone who can actually manage it properly. Other concerns for Dom? Water usage. We're not just running taps for no good reason, we've got the signs up asking people to be responsible. Food waste, We've got a big composting area um, and additional gardens that we want to go and put the composting mm -hmm. stuff onto. And minimizing their burden on marine populations. So at the moment, it is um, a line caught tuna. Um, so the impact we have is not to be using the nets and not to be using the more uh, disruptive or uh, destructive um, techniques. When a business makes such an effort to reduce their impact on the environment, the community takes notice, and they can become role models. From Currently Ocean News, this is Wavelengths, an ocean podcast. I'm your host, Betsy Brown. Another sunny day on Malapasqua Island. Children play in the shallow waters and small boats sputter off as divers return to their resorts. During the busy months, Malapasqua sees about 8,000 visitors, the majority of them divers. It's booming. In the last five years, it's really grown there. And there are operators who are very aware of the impacts of that short-term gain and the potential the potential for the economics of their business, but also the potential for the damage to their business in the long run. Sam Craven is the project manager for Reef World Foundation. They run what's called the Greenfins Initiative. It's an approach to managing your tourism that's adopted at the national level. We as the Reef World Foundation come in and help assess the risks and rewards that exist in the tourism sector within that country and train government teams to implement green fins. Green fins then works with dive and snorkeling operators to help reduce their impact on the environment and they get scores based on a list of best practices. Evolution Dive Resort located right on the beach at Malapasqua has the best score of all the participants in the Philippines. Nick Greenup is the resort manager. I think it's good that it's 
makes it a little bit competitive, right? Like it encourages people to like, right, we want to be more eco-friendly than those guys. Mm -hmm. And again, it's good for our business as well. You know, if we can say, you know, we've been assessed by these people and we are as good as it gets in their eyes as far as environmental awareness and impact reduction, it's brilliant. Keeping a small environmental footprint isn't easy when you're bringing about 700 visitors a month onto your property, which happens to be located on an island with a limited water supply. But Nick says it's vital for the business's survival. Yeah, for us, especially with the with the diving and, you know, as part of our business model as well, it's good for our guests to see that we're trying to help as well, you know. I think that makes a difference. I think that's why a lot of people come and choose to stay with us and dive with us. Other resorts see that too, and they work together to responsibly remove trash and other waste. Us and a lot of other resorts sort of, you know, co-opt boats to to take trash over to the mainland. And now because of the stresses on the municipal waste system, they're now asking, or well not asking, they're telling us that it has to be cleaned, segregated into mm -hmm. specific things. Otherwise they can't, they don't have the manpower or the money to deal with it. So it's, it's challenging in a lot of ways. A lot of it's not just the challenge from our end, it's when it gets to the other end as well. Oil from the boats also has to be boxed up and brought to Cebu for processing. All the composting, sorting of trash, and everything that goes on in the kitchen, it might go unnoticed by the majority of the guests at Evolution. They're trying to get in as many dives as possible during their short stay. But it's what happens under the water that tells you where the resort's priorities are. You know, are they talking about a no-touch policy? Are they going to let you wear gloves? I mean, it's, it's warm diving. Do you need to? Mm -hmm. I mean, you tend to touch a lot more when you're wearing gloves. Do they have rules for photographers in terms of neutral buoyancy, not lying on the reef? While many divers come to the Philippines with a bucket list of items they'd like to see, Nick says he's found customers respect his guides more for not clawing at coral to pull out an octopus. For divers mainly, like they, they don't want to see dive guides crashing around on the reef and poking things with sticks and lifting up stuff to show them creatures right I think around Asia especially it's changed a lot like when I when I was first diving around Asia guaranteed your dive guide so so wanting to show you something that he'll you know poke that out of the way or move this to say oh you know I think yeah again education and awareness you know I know that our our guides here leaps and bounds since I've been working here you know I think they really now appreciate the why you know not just being told that they shouldn't do it but now like really seeing why it works you know i think they're they're now more more wanting to protect their own their own backyard as well a lot of guides at evolution grew up on malapasqua and they want to make sure the reefs are there for future generations they're also the leaders in the community working towards breaking the patterns of the past by reducing waste and taking part in beach cleanups around the island. You know, now it's the kids that you'll see a bit more picking up plastic mm -hmm. and whatever, which is great. There's no doubt tourism is helping the economy on Malapasqua, giving people steady jobs that don't rely on a particular fishing or catch season. And Sam says having people visit reefs inspires conservation as well. I don't know anyone who's who's been to a reef and hasn't fallen in love with it. 
you know, you, you come out just, it's this whole new world, but it's been there this whole time and it's just, it's eye-opening um, what can exist down there. And it's intriguing and it's different and it's alien and yet familiar. And I think most people come out of the water wanting to do good or at least not do something bad. <laughs> I think that's especially strong with diving when you're really immersed, like fully, you're there, you're hearing the fish, you're seeing their behavior, you're seeing the corals, different sizes, shapes, colors. Um, even if you don't know what it is, even if you don't know that coral is an animal, because that so often is the case, you still see it as something precious. And maybe you can also see the fragility of it. But we as tourists need to be aware that by being there, we're changing the habitat. We have impacts wherever we go. You walk in the forest, you have an impact. And I think one of the challenges with working with diving and snorkeling is that, or, or with anything, anything conservation really, is that it's hard to see the collective impact that you have. If it's one diver whose fin touches a reef, well, what's the big deal? It's, it's one little piece of branching coral. Who cares? Um, it's a couple of fin kicks stirring up the sediment that lands on some coral, such a small patch. The ocean's so huge, how could we possibly have an impact? And it's hard to remind ourselves to remember that we are collectively a million divers a year, new divers a year. We don't even know how many divers there are in the world. We have no idea how many snorkelers are getting into the water. Um, and if every single person is touching that, the acreage of damage that happens, is then quite a significant. That's why Sam says a lot of the responsibility for protecting the environment falls on us as tourists and how we conduct ourselves underwater and what behavior and businesses we choose to support. Once you're at the destination and you have the obvious, everybody's talking about plastics these days, you know, you can ask for no straw, you make sure you bring your own bag. These are things that you can become, you can make become your habits. You can also show your consumer demand for best practice from your dive guide, for example. You can say, hey, I'd like you to make sure that I don't touch the reef at all. You know, help me be a better diver. You can say, I don't want you to touch anything for me. I don't want you to pull out, mm -hmm. make that frogfish yawn or uh, harass that mantis shrimp. Um, and then if he does that, you can tip him and say, that was fantastic. You know, I hope you're like that with everyone. Just, it's a positive reinforcement. If you're just complacent about it, the people who do want to tip for those mm -hmm. bad practices are always gonna have the louder voice. Wavelengths is a production of Currently Ocean News, produced and hosted by me, Betsy Brown. Music is by Sean Kish. Evolution Dive Resort did not give me any payment or special treatment for this episode. I'd actually already been planning a vacation there when I found out about their green fin status. But I do thank them for taking the time to talk about the resort. For updates on the podcast, visit wavelengthsoceanpodcast.com.